Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to today's program. We have our special co-host and teacher, our special co-host with us today, and she's got a word from the Lord for you. So turn your ears on and turn off everything that would keep you from hearing what God has for you today. Melinda, thank you for sharing again. Thank here. you so much. It's always a pleasure and an honor to come before the people and bring forth the Word of God. Amen? Because it's only the Word of God that's going to put us over. And especially in this hour, we have to have it. So, anyway, I'm just thrilled to be here today, and I just pray that this Word is going to be an encouragement to you. And um, just... Get your pen and paper if you want to take notes, and also they'll be online uh, on the YouTube channel, which with all our pro- all the programs that we've done are on YouTube. So, but uh, the title of my message today is called "Songs of Deliverance," and it's uh, it's in the Bible and it's scriptural. And I want to read where that's located. It's found in Psalm chapter thirty-two, verse seven. It says, uh, "You are my hiding place from every storm of life." You even keep me from getting into trouble. You surround me with songs of deliverance. And you know what's amazing is that God will use music. He will use songs to bring deliverance from whatever you're going through at the moment. Uh, And as we get into this message, you're going to learn some things about music and about song. Uh, Psalm 98 verse 1 says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous deeds. His right hand and his holy arm have accomplished deliverance. So again, with song and with singing, his arm will accomplish deliverance for you when you need it. Amen? There's just something about music. There's something about the song that pushes back the darkness. It pushes back evil. Song and music have a way to make you feel better. The whole circumstance uh, becomes different when you begin to surrender to the Lord and, and a song. Maybe He gives you a song or you're listening to a certain song and it just begins to get into your spirit. Songs will dispel all the feelings of defeat and it adds joy and changes the whole atmosphere uh, where you might, may find yourself. Song can carry with carries with it delivering power, delivering power. As we're going to see in the Word of God today. Song is a weapon of victory to defeat the enemy in every battle you face. God uses song along with the Word. Amen. Because songs need to be full of the Word. Amen. <laughs> to help bring deliverance, so we don't need to allow the enemy to bring destruction uh, and uh, steal our song. Amen. And uh, uh, one thing that I want to share with you as I was doing the study is that in the book of Psalms, uh, there are 73 songs and poetry that were written by King David. And as we know, David was a psalmist, and uh, that was one of his giftings that the Lord had given him. Psalm actually means praises. 
praises unto God. Psalms reveal our freedom to express our deepest concerns to the Lord uh, when we have a need and not feel that He's going to chastise us or, or you know, beat us over the head, you know. Uh, also, in bringing ourselves and our feelings to God, the focus shifts from uh, our circumstance to begin to worship and praise our awesome Yahweh, Jehovah God, the unchanging Lord. He never changes. It says in His Word, He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our emotions and our problems will come and go, but all, God Almighty never changes. He never changes. And so, you know, I'm going to be sharing some more with you. I pray that will help you. And uh, in the middle of what I'm fixing to say, I wanted to share with you just something personally that has happened to me not just once, but several times in my life. And I'm sure all of us have uh, encountered uh, things that, that happened to us that kind of uh, hits us broadside. We're not expecting it. Have you ever had a situation? Situation in your life, and all of a sudden, it's just something that is just totally blows your mind. You can't even believe that it's happened. Whether you know, and 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 you just you're just like shaking your head, saying, "How could this be? How could this person, or how could this group, or how can this circumstance be happening to me?" And uh, it can be so bad for me personally when this has happened, and especially uh, recently, it was just like somebody had hit me in the gut. Have you ever felt that? It's just like you've been punched in the gut. And then I began experiencing these like knots. Have you ever had a feeling of just knot? Your your stomach feels knotted up, just like knots. Uh, you, you feel like almost you're going to be sick. Uh, and it's not a pleasant experience to uh, go through. And I know I'm speaking to some people today because everybody goes through things. And I'm sure that you can relate to what I'm saying. So, you know, when these times happen, uh, I began to cry out to God. And sometimes I can just say, God, you've got to help me. You have got to help me through this. And then, of course, I begin to say, I choose to forgive. I choose to forgive. I walk, God, in forgiveness. I walk in forgiveness. And the next thing that I do is I say to the Lord, Lord, make it up to me. What's been done here? Whatever it is, whatever injustice or whatever wrong has been done to you, you need to ask the Lord to make it up to you. But He's not going to do that if you don't forgive and release it to Him and cry out to God. God says cry unto Him and He will hear you and He will come and rescue you. He's promised us that. And so as I began to go through this situation, I mean, it was, I was, you know, the devil will torment you. I was being tormented even in my mind when I was trying to go to bed at night. I mean, it kept rolling over and over in my mind, playing in my mind. I had to stand up and take authority and say, leave, devil. You leave my mind. You're not going to torment me with this. You're not going to torment me. You have to take a stand. You have to fight. And like, I'm not going to dwell on this. I cast this out of my mind. And, you know, I would get my mind on something else. I would cast down those vain imaginations that the Word tells us about. And then the next thing I know, it would be coming back. So it was a fight. It was a fight. The battle is in your mind. And you've got to cast it and get rid of it. But guess what? The Lord sent me a song of deliverance. A song of deliverance. 
I went onto my phone like a day after uh, I was really battling and all of a sudden I saw this song and the artist's name is Lauren Daigle and I tell you Ronnie and I call her our girl you know why because God has blessed this incredible young woman with such anointed music and anointed songs and all of a sudden I look and she's saying on here I hope that you're going to be blessed by this song I've just recently allowed this to be you know, Release. exposed and released for people to enjoy. And immediately I pushed that little arrow where the song comes on. And the song was called, uh, uh, it was called Tremble, Tremble. And I began to play it. And when I listen, began to listen to the words of that song, oh my God, something began to happen on the inside of me. I began to feel this thing break. I began to feel this thing leave me. And I kept playing it over and over. I put my little ear pods in, which, you know, I don't know how many of you have ear pods, but you know when you have those ear pods in, what just a, it just, it's such a better sound to the music and it just there's something about it just goes so into you because it drowns out everything else around you and I was listening to it and I would play it over and over and over and all of a sudden I realized I was being healed God had sent me I knew I said God you have sent this song today to help bring deliverance to my situation amen and he will give you that song of deliverance and let me tell you as you absorb it as you begin to listen to it as begin you as you begin to sing that song along with that artist God is will bring de- deliverance he will bring healing to that deep hurt he will set you free from it amen he will set you free from it and I'm telling you I'm telling you God has done it and he always will do it he will give you what you need in your time of need God knows what we need Bobby and Frank when we need it he'll send it amen Amen. and it's a powerful powerful weapon so I want to turn over I want to look in the word of God right now and I want to read Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 and uh, here's what it says it says don't worry about anything well you might be saying well that's just virtually impossible no no it's not not when you're obedient to do what the word says to do don't worry about anything Instead, pray about everything. Tell God your needs. Tell Him what you're going through. Talk to Him. Tell Him, God, I can't do this. This is so hurtful. I've never had this happen to me before. Oh, God, help me. And He's going to hear you and bring deliverance. It says, don't forget to thank Him for His answers. In the middle of it, we need to be thanking God. God, I thank you that you're going to do this. I don't know how you're going to do it, but I just know you're going to do it. And I'm thanking you ahead of time. And believe me, let me tell you something. I do know. I know this with every fiber of my being. God will make up to you what the devil comes against you with when you do what God tells you to do. And you're obedient to his word. I have seen him do it in my life over and over and over. Exceedingly, abundantly above all I even ask him to do, he will do it. And you know what? I know he's going to do it through this recent situation too. He is going to do it. And I'm excited about it. Because you know what? Nobody can take anything or do anything to you that God can't come back and bless you superly, abundantly, more than you would have even gotten in that situation. You know what I'm saying? He can do it. He can do it. And so that's why I don't have to be concerned. I'm just, you know, I'm just writing everything down as it happens and said, okay, God, here you go. Here you go. Make it up to me, Lord. And he's going to do it. It says, if you do this, if you do what? 
if you uh, go to him, if you tell him, you pray, and you cast all your cares on him and thank him, he says, if you do all this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than any human mind can even understand. And let me tell you, this world needs peace right now. Peace. Yes. Let me tell you, I know by the Spirit, there are people drinking, turning to alcohol, turning to every type of drug they can get their hands on. And, and you know why? Because they can't cope with this, what's going on because they haven't put their trust in God. And they're using this to drown it out, to help them get through the days. It's happening, people. Even people killing themselves, resorting to anything and everything they can do to drown it out. It, it's not the way. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. He is your deliverer if you'll let him be. His peace will keep your thoughts. Listen to it. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. I'm going to tell you, no amount of money can buy that. No amount of money can buy it. It's God. Amen. It's God. And listen about this. Listen to this. It says, and uh, down further in verse 8, it says, think about all you could praise God for and be glad about it. This is what we need to be doing. Thanking God about everything he's already done. Everything he's going to continue to do. Everything that we can be thankful for today. What can we be thankful for today? Why are we focusing on the negative? Why are we wrapped up in all the bad news? We don't need to be wrapped up in all the bad news. Yeah, we hear things, this and that. I get just enough to keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep binding it and taking authority over it and going to God with it. But I cannot sit there and focus and listen for hours, 30 minutes even, 15 minutes. If I can't listen to it and then be at peace in my heart. I can't do it because fear is a robber of faith. Doubt and belief, doubt and unbelief are thieves of your faith. You can't, you can't just dwell on it and, and keep thinking about it. It says, keep putting into practice all that you have learned from me and see me doing. And the God of peace will be with you. It says, we got to keep on practicing. We got to keep on doing the word. You can't ever stop. You can't ever stop. Okay, listen to this. Uh, uh, the Bible says that in these scriptures, when people worried, when people worried, praise relieved their anxiety. Praise began to expel the darkness and uh, relieve that anxiety and, and causes demons to flee. We're going to see that in the w word. Uh, it says when we fail and our, uh, we begin to cry out to God, uh, forgiveness begins to be released. Listen to Psalm 86.5. Oh, Lord, you are so good and kind ready to forgive, so full of mercy for all those who come to you and ask for your aid. Amen? He's there to forgive us. He, he, he's not going to condemn us when we come before him and ask him to forgive us. It says, when they were sorrowful, God turned their mourning into dancing. He will turn your mourning into dancing. Psalm 30, 11, 12 says, he turned my sorrow into joy. So that I might sing glad praises to the Lord instead of lying in silence like I'm going to die or go into the grave. We need to be praising God every day. 
He took away my clothes of, war- of mourning, took them away, took them off of me, took all that depression, took that anxiety, took that anger. He'll take it all off of you and he'll give you garments of praise, joyful praise. Amen. Uh, Psalm 100 says, shout with joy before the Lord or shout to the Lord, obey him gladly and come before him with singing, with singing, with joy in your heart. Amen. Listen to Psalm 22, 3. It says, but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Basically, in this scripture, God's saying he inhabits and he lives among the praises of his people. You want God to come visit you? Just start praising him, praising him and worshiping him for who he is. And let me tell you, he says he'll come down and live with you. He'll come down and inhabit the praises of your people. Frank? In a corporate atmosphere. Okay, the body of Christ, a group of them together. That's why anointed praise and worship is so important. If you start your meeting with that, yes, it sets the stage, so to speak. Yes, uh, it helps you to uh, put aside the things of the day and begin to focus your mind and heart on Him. Yes, and truly anointed praise and worship will just usher in. The presence of God yes. and then the meeting starts from there. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, it's, it's so it's, important. It's not just corporate worship. Well, she was I talking mean, about doing it individually when yeah, she, her want, and her friend right. Dagle there. Yes, yes. We, have, was, we have our prayer time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what we uh, try to do. It, it's you really know. helpful to me to have on praise and worship before yeah, I we, pray. We, uh, we really appreciate uh, Terry McAlman. Yeah. And he's on YouTube now. Mm-hmm. And you can go back and call up any one of his, his programs and the presence of God just comes right Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing how uh, a song can change. Like right. We're saying yeah. songs of deliverance can change That's everything. Right. It can change right. the exactly. atmosphere. And, you know, prophets especially. Uh, I've known prophets that were moved by music. I mean, Kim well, Clement is an Clement. example. Uh, I think Hank Kuhneman yeah, does. Hank Kuhneman. Robin Bola. Yes, they yeah. all. Uh, in the music is when God starts really speaking to mm-hmm. them and stirring up the mm-hmm. gifts of the Spirit within them to bring forth the Word to the body of mm-hmm. Christ. So yes, it's songs of deliverance. That's what we're speaking about today. First uh, Samuel sixteen twenty three. It says, And it came to pass when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul oh, yes. that David took a harp and he played with his hand. So Saul became refreshed and was well, and the evil spirit departed from him. David did that many times for Saul. Hmm. You know, he was even being tormented before Saul, I mean, before David ever ever came to begin to kind of work with him and came alongside him. They called for him. Go and find this boy. We've heard about David because he's a psalmist. And they brought David before Saul. And he would go in there. And when this would start happening, he would go in and start playing. Hmm. And the evil spirit would depart from him. So it's a powerful weapon. It's a powerful weapon. Demons tremble. Demons tremble. And you know what? Satan knows how powerful it is because he was was in charge of the music in heaven, of the worship. And that's why he hates it. He hates anointed music. He hates it when we praise and worship God because he knows what it, it will do. Yeah. It, it, it's a powerful he weapon. Had that, he had that ability yes. and that power. Yes, yes. 
he gave it up. Yes, he did. He lost it all. Oh, yes, he did. And now the body picks it up. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, 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 we do. Hallelujah. So <laughs> I wanted to just go over uh, just quickly uh, a story that's found in First, uh, Second Chronicles, I'm sorry, chapter 20. And it's the story of Jehoshaphat, who was a great king who followed the Lord. And he got word that a, a huge army of three different kings were coming toward him. And they were coming to uh, against him and they were coming to wipe him out. So Jehoshaphat was very badly shaken by this word. And so he called uh, together. Um, he made an announcement. He told uh, his people as he stood before him, the king, and he said, I want everybody to start fasting. That's another powerful weapon. I want people to start fasting and in interceding because we've got these threats of this huge army that's going to come and march against us to try to wipe us out. And so listen to this prayer. He, the Jehoshaphat, he said, Oh Lord, God of our fathers, the only God in the heavens. And let me tell you, God Almighty, El Shaddai, he is the only God in heaven, the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. Did you hear me? He's the ruler of all the kingdoms of the earth. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are so powerful and so mighty, oh God. Who can stand against you? Nobody, nobody, no weapon can stand against our God. Hallelujah. And it says, he says, oh, our God, didn't you drive out the heathen who lived in this land when your people arrived? And didn't you give this land forever to the descendants uh, uh, of your friend Abraham? Your people settled here and built this temple for you, truly believing uh, that in a time like this, whenever we are faced with calamity, such as war, disease, or famine, we can stand here before you in this temple and before you, for you are here in this temple and we cry out to you to save us and that you will hear us and rescue us. And then he says in verse 12, Oh, our God, won't you stop them? Won't you stop them? We have no way to protect ourselves against this mighty army. Well, you might be saying this today. God, what are we going to do? People are panicking. They're running saying, oh my God, there's a plague in the earth. What's going to happen? Am I going to live? Am I going to die? And people are in great fear saying, you know, how can we protect ourselves, O Lord? And he's saying, we don't know what to do, but we are looking to you. And this is the key. We need to look to God Almighty. God yes. Almighty first. He's first. Put him first. Ask him what you should do. We're looking to you, God, to be our deliverer. Amen. Yes. So the next thing that happened after Jehoshaphat prayed this is that God sent a prophet. Hallelujah. The Lord says in his word, believe my prophet, prophet so that you will prosper. Amen. Believe them and you will prosper. So here comes a prophet and his name was Jehaziel and he came and here's what he said to Jeho Jehoshaphat and the people. Listen to me all you people of Judah and Jerusalem Jerusalem, and you O King Jehoshaphat he exclaimed. The Lord says don't be afraid. God says that over and over and over throughout his word. From Genesis to Revelation God keeps saying don't be afraid. He says, don't be paralyzed by this mighty army. Don't be paralyzed by the situation and the things you're seeing with your natural eyes on this earth. Do not let it paralyze you. Keep your eyes focused on God. And then he says, for the battle isn't yours, but it is God's. Yes. Okay, so then he tells them, uh, he says, tomorrow go down and attack them. You'll find them coming up the slopes of Ziz. Now, now he's telling them, God's revealed this prophet everything the enemy's fixing to do. 
<laughs> he says, and at the end of the valley that opens into the wilderness of Jerael, that's where you're going to find them. Start heading that way, Jehoshaphat. <laughs> but you'll not need to fight. You're not even going to need to fight. Take your places. Take your places and stand quietly and see the incredible rescue and operation that God's going to perform for you, O people of Judah and Jerusalem, O people of the United States of America. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid or discouraged. Go out there tomorrow for the Lord God is with you. He is with us, people. He is with the body of Christ. Hallelujah. He is with those who love him, those that serve him, those that worship him and obey him in the name of Jesus. Okay, so early the next morning, the army of Judah went out to the wilderness of Dakota, and on the way, Jehoshaphat stopped, and he called them to attention, and he said, Listen to me, O people of Judah and Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will have success today. Believe his prophets, and everything will be okay. Amen. (laughs) Then after he consulted with the leaders of the people, listen to what they did. Listen to what they felt led by the Holy Spirit to do. He met with and consulted with the leaders. He determined there should be a choir leading the march. He put a choir of praise and worshipers out in front of the whole army. Clothed in sanctified garments and singing his song. His loving kindness endures forever. Oh, God, we thank you. Your loving kindness endures forever. It still endures forever. And as they walked along praising and thanking the Lord, at that moment they're doing this, at that very moment, not a week from them, not a month from them, not a year from them, at that moment they began to sing and praise the Lord. The Lord caused the armies, those armies of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir to begin fighting amongst themselves. And they destroyed each other. The enemies of, of Jerusalem, they, these enemies destroyed one another. God, isn't that wonderful? Not one single, not one single of the enemy, not one person escaped. They were looked around and they saw them all dead, lying on the ground. Excuse me. Isn't God good? Isn't God good? And then after that, even they came in and they were able to take away great spoils of the Mm -hmm. enemy. God made it up to him, didn't he? God made it up to him. God is so good. And then we're not going to go into this, but in Exodus 15, 21, there was a song that Moses sang after the great deliverance of the children of Israel. He parted that Red Sea and they walked through on dry ground. The song of Moses. That's found in Exodus 15, verses 15 through 21. And then Miriam sings a song to the Lord. The Lord has triumphed gloriously. gloriously. The horse and the rider have been thrown into the sea. Glory to God. Glory to God. Also, I want you to go and read. We don't have the whole time to do it. But over in Psalm 57 and Psalm 58, great Psalms to look at. Um, Listen, it says, uh, Rouse yourself, my soul. Arise, O harp and lyre. Let us greet the dawn with song. Let us greet the dawn with the song of the Lord. And I will thank you publicly throughout the land. I will sing your praises among the nations. And also there's wonderful 
uh, you know, uh, uh, scriptures in, in Psalm 58 too. But, you know, I just think we need to take time just to pray a moment before yes. we have to go. And so, Father God, we just lift up the people today. And God, I'm asking you to bring deliverance wherever they need it and give them a song of deliverance right now. Give them a song that will help bring them through whatever crisis or whatever situation they find themselves in. And let this song of deliverance bring healing, God, to them and expel the darkness. If you're not born again, we say, accept Jesus Christ into your heart. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Come into your heart and be your Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. amen. Oh, God is so good. Melinda. God that is so good. good. That was a yes, good, good message. Good right on, right what we needed to hear. Yes, amen. You need to get the notes from this, people. Right. <laughs> you need to get the notes. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Melinda. Amen. Saying, God loves you, my friend. Yes, you. And so amen. do we. Amen. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.